In this video, I explore some of the most insane political ideas that are destroying major cities in America. And I also give you a biblical perspective on how to think about those issues as they become more and more acceptable and widespread in our culture today. And one of the main reasons, if not the main reason things are the way they are, it's because we have crossed the line. We live in a nation that is under the judgment of God. Romans chapter 1 makes that abundantly clear. We are a people under the judgment of God. We have crossed the line with God. Christians, as you know, they believe that life begins at conception. I'm just wondering how you think about your faith with regard to this policy. I have thought about my faith a great deal. In fact, I was anti-abortion until I went to college. And there I met a friend who has my shared faith values, but we started having conversations about what reproductive care and abortion care really is. World leaders are consumed with arrogance, pride, boastfulness, narcissism. We see it in our own country in politicians. We see it in world leaders consumed with themselves. The number is down because we brought the number down. God did not do that. Fate did not do that. Destiny did not do that. And almost exactly a year after New York City Governor Cuomo defied God, this happened. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigned after facing mounting investigations and various claims of harassment. The best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And if you defy the God who is God, the true and living God, you will be judged. Now let's take a look at the political leaders in their stance on something that is destroying this country. But first, watch this. My feeling is they should open it, the border, and just let them pour it, let everybody pour in and and then the answer, which is, well, then there'll be all these problems. Yes, there should be. And that upside down way of thinking has not only become a reality in this nation, but the way of life. Big crisis at the southern border is exploding once again. It's the narrative that these are democratic run cities and that we don't know how to govern and that everything is chaotic. You know, I'm proud that this is a right to shelter state and we're going to continue to do that. We're getting 10 thousand migrants a month. This is just unfair for cities to uh, carry the weight of a national problem. Join us. Let people know the true story of what New York is. But in the streets of New York and across New York State, we've reached a breaking point. Washington, D.C. to be a sanctuary city and to ensure that people who live here uh, feel free to call on their government for help. I am declaring a public emergency. We've always said we will be a welcoming city for folks who are seeking asylum in our in our city. Denver and Chicago, uh, D.C., Houston are stressed um, uh, in terms of our resources. We are stressed and we need support from the federal government at this time. A city of sanctuary against fear where no one must hide in the shadows. Today, um, I have issued a declaration of emergency. We are literally full. I've tried my best thus far to stay clear of politics on this channel. However, there are some things that happen in politics that bleed into or invade the spiritual sphere or that just affect all of us as Americans and those who live in this country that we simply cannot ignore. Such as, for instance, the mass invasion of the United States due to a border that is wide open. What is happening in our country? The chaos, the insanity, the nonsense, the things that you can't figure out, the confusion, the disorder, the disruption is all part of divine judgment. And if you understand it that way, you're going to realize that you can't fix it. You can't fix it. The next election will not fix it. No election will fix it. A new governor in California will not fix it. 
It cannot be fixed. It is divine judgment. And the judgment of God on this nation comes in the form of reprobate and evil leaders who come up with some of the most insane policies that will further destroy this country. It is all part of God abandoning this nation. And when that happens, the people fall into that same state of insanity as well, where they can't even think logically about something that is so disruptive to this country. Speaking of disruption, before we go further into the chaotic case of the open border, I want to share with you some of the thoughts of our political leaders on the issue of the innocent in the room and how they want to desensitize Christians and people of faith in general to ease off on that issue. US Vice President Kamala Harris has told religious people that they don't have to abandon their faith in order to support abortion on demand. Speaking to readers of Elle magazine at the weekend, Harris urged Christians to, you know, lighten up when it comes to what some Christians see as murder or as she likes to call it, family planning. And I think on this issue it's really important to also just remember you don't have to abandon your faith or your deeply held beliefs to agree that the government should not be telling a woman what to do. Yeah, I think on the issue of killing a baby in the womb, which is what religious people believe abortion to be, you do kind of have to abandon your faith and your deeply held beliefs in order to agree the government should be encouraging it. Just because Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi have forgotten where they left their Christianity doesn't mean everyone else should, in like fashion, develop scriptural amnesia. The big question here is why Kamala Harris would use her position as vice president to lecture Christians, Muslims and Jews on how they should approach the sixth commandment. Harris has enough trouble speaking for herself, let alone for everyone else. And besides that, is she the vice president? or the Pope. Unfortunately, this gets even worse than you think. Stacey Abrams, someone who's very involved in American politics and is a politician herself, said one of the most shocking things about babies in the womb on live TV. I have a listen to this Stacey Abrams denying that a six-week-old baby has a heartbeat. There is no How did we get here exactly? How did we get to this place of insanity where people whom one would think ought to know better but are just spewing out the unthinkable? I must also note that Stacey Abrams ironically claimed to be Christian. In fact, Stacey Abrams was welcomed at one of the largest and most prominent megachurches in America during her gubernatorial campaign last year, which I will share later in the video. I, I just want to say this because I want to see how it sounds. Uh, Governor Stacey Abrams just walked in. The question remains though, how did we get here? How did we ever get here where we just massacre infants in the safest place in the womb, where we literally go in there and kill them? Romans chapter 1 makes that abundantly clear. We are a people under the judgment of God. We have crossed the line with God, with our abortion holocaust, with our militant lesbianism, with our homosexual agenda with the transgenderism, with drag queens in kindergarten, with political corruption and social unrest, we have crossed the line with God and we are under his heavy hand of punishment. And any nation under the judgment of God will eventually degrade into complete chaos. Now going back to the issue of the open border, I'd like you to listen to this Hollywood actor and comedian Louis C.K. on the Joe Wogan show, sharing his thoughts on what we should do with the border. And I just want to make this clear that he is really serious about everything that he is saying, however illogical he may sound. But my feeling is they should open it, the border. 
and just let them pour it, let everybody pour in. And, and then the answer, which is, well, then there'll be all these problems. Yes, there should be. It shouldn't be so great here is what I'm saying in America. It shouldn't be. It's a weird thing to sequester a certain group of people and try to keep upping their lifespan and their lifestyle and just keep trying to increase that for this group of people. And then everyone's and then this pressure of people trying to come in so they can enjoy it. Uh, and then it gets worse and worse down here. I mean, I'm not in Canada. It's really just from down here. Uh, there's something wrong with that. That's not a system that's working. And it forces people to do cruel things to other people. There's a lot of people that die so Americans can be safe. Mm. They're just dying, you know, weddings that are drone bombed in Yemen because a guy said something that might have resulted in American insecurity. Not even like definite American deaths, but like just so we can breathe a little easier. Folks die. And folks do labor in unsafe places so that we can keep the prices where we like them. There's so much about American life that other people pay for. That's part of it. But also, it's not good for us either. It's not a good way to live in a gated community, you know? If if you let folks pour in, like any other wave, it'll kind of slosh. And then you'll just, things will be different. I, I don't know, like, there. what'll really happen? A bunch of people, like, will they just come with knives and start <laughs> killing everybody? I don't think so this ladies and gentlemen is nothing but pure delusion and furthermore you have to be living under a rock to not know that there was a national manhunt for this gentleman who by the way is an illegal immigrant serving a life sentence for murdering his girlfriend this is the moment a canine dog subdued Danello Cavalcante grabbing his legs after biting him on the scalp the subject in custody yes his recapture was carried live on TV with stunning images from news helicopters. He was cornered on the 14th day of the search by a Pennsylvania State Police and Border Patrol SWAT team. 34 cops in combat gear with two canines involved in the hunt posed for a class photo. There's Cavalcante in the center like a trophy. He was then marched to an armored police vehicle. You can see the 22 caliber rifle stolen from a homeowner being carried by a trooper. He was literally cut out of his soaking wet clothes, a stolen Philadelphia Eagles sweatshirt. His tattoo was photographed to confirm his ID. Now, just so we have a sense of balance here, I'm not saying that all of those people crossing the border illegally are like that gentleman. However, I think everyone coming into this country should be properly vetted to make sure that they're not some violent criminal that are fleeing the country in order to come here to evade justice and even commit more crimes. Let's cross to the US where the Democrats are having a reality check of their own. You see, the radical open border policies they championed are having an impact, not just on the border towns where millions of illegal immigrants have flooded in since the Biden administration came to power. Hola, de donde son? But now the impact is being felt in places like New York City, where Mayor Eric Adams used to say things like this. You pledged uh, during your campaign to uh, keep New York City a sanctuary a city. Do you have any concern that that, that policy uh, is 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 for, is attracting more people to the border, more people to cross the border to make that dangerous no. trip. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, this city has always been a sanctuary city, and we've always managed those who wanted to come to uh, New York City to pursue the American dream. Sanctuary city, all those feel good platitudes and virtue signaling, but when faced with the reality of the policies he championed. This is what Eric Adams sounds like today. 
I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just getting Venezuela. Now we're getting Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting um, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're gonna come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We had a $12 billion deficit that we're going to have to cut every service in this city. Oh, dear, may talk about a reality check. But still, the dim-witted left cannot acknowledge something that even children learn eventually, that actions have consequences. You implement dumb policies, you get catastrophic consequences. As a reminder, I want you to think about the comments made in this video objectively and apart from a left and all right political rhetoric or perspective. Because what is happening in the cities whose leaders have designated as sanctuary cities will eventually affect all of us. So the problem, although it is rooted in political decisions as premised in this video, but it is much bigger than this. It is a heart issue where the hearts of those leaders are darkened by sin and driven by their own interests. A world worldview issue where they have an atheistic worldview and a gospel issue where they think they can do it all without God and his word. Hence here we are in a nation where it is too late. Even this nation, the United States, is less than nothing when compared to the unrivaled Oval Office of Heaven. The godless, wicked, perverted, Biden administration is less than nothing. And the Republicans are no better. They do not even tip the scales or move the needle to resist the sovereign plan of Almighty God that He has for this hour of history. The folly of all follies in a situation like this is to think there's anything you can do in the human realm to stop the divine judgment of God. That's not possible. This is God judging and He laid it out in detail. We are under judgment at a severe level, the most severe level revealed in Scripture, short of final global judgment yet to come in the end of the age and eternal judgment in hell. And this judgment is not primarily due to the fact that we have voted one way or the other or we didn't vote at all, but it's just that this nation has crossed the line of no return, having kicked God out of the schools, out of the most important affairs of this nation, and adopting godless, depraved, demonic, and immoral ideologies as their God, then the reasoning of those who lead this nation is completely shut to any kind of sense of moral, biblical, or even logical reasoning. When New York City Mayor Eric Adams said 100,000 migrants would destroy his city, most New Yorkers heard it as a battle cry. It was the first time a Democrat had ever been so bold. Democrats were walking through a third world country in Midtown and pretending everything was fine. Well, the mayor realized we were going bankrupt and the sanctuary city dream was dead. But today, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez held a press conference in Midtown Manhattan, the heart of the migrant crisis, to declare no. The sanctuary city dream lives on. And suddenly AOC had walked into a war zone. Move to Florida! Move to Florida! 
fear that. They're barriers for who? For who? For us? Seek to do. And what we seek to do is to make sure that all the resources are necessary and that we are joining with the city and state of Most real New Yorkers, we don't do photo ops. We don't have time. This isn't Washington, D.C. You don't come to New York City, plant a mic, and tell you, you know, we're better than you, and that we need to be more compassionate and understanding. New York's been pretty compassionate with the migrants so far. We've been paying for $500 a night hotel rooms. We gave them Xboxes, flat screens, cribbage. They don't even play cribbage. We've been doing their laundry for them. We even cooked culturally appropriate food for them after they threw away our PB&Js. And now they're getting free education and free health care. And they're paying no taxes. But for us, we pay the IRS half. AOC's ignored New Yorkers at her own political peril. And now she's not welcomed in her own town. Now, the most interesting part, I think, in this video, it's the people on The View who always support the policy of an open border. Watch this. It puts tremendous stress on, on, on a city, on a community, on the social services. They need to be resettled elsewhere. They need, right? they need to be out. We're this spread, massive yeah. country. Well, and it's only going to get worse with global warming and climate change because people can't live in certain parts of this world. <laughs> climate change. It's climate change. Only going to get worse. But what is the Biden administration, which has overseen record numbers crossing that southern border illegally, millions every year? What are they going to do? Well, this is their latest genius idea. No, they're not going to complete the war. They're not going to implement tough border protection policies. They're going to try to keep the illegal migrants in Texas. The LA Times reports the Biden White House is considering a plan to force illegal immigrants to remain in Texas while awaiting asylum screenings. Genius, genius. Why should Texans have to deal with this crisis? They aren't the ones voting for sanctuary city mayors and governors. And in view of that situation, you have to be actually both blind and deaf to be oblivious to the fact that this will destabilize this nation. And unfortunately, those that are in power are not only spiritually blind, they seem to also be physically blind. Right. You are a Christian. Uh, you are the daughter of two retired United Methodist pastors. Some uh, Democrats, Joe Biden is a good example, have had a complicated sort of relationship or conflict between their faith and the abortion policy. Some Christians, as you know, they believe that life begins at conception. I'm just wondering how you think about your faith with regard to this policy. I have thought about my faith a great deal. In fact, I was anti-abortion until I went to college. And there I met a friend who has my shared faith values, but we started having conversations about what reproductive care and abortion care really is. And when I talk about that, it was an experience that I had because she was able to give me a different perspective. And over the course of the next few years, I really started thinking about what role should the legislature play? What role should government play? This is healthcare. This is about a woman's right to control her body. This is about a woman's right to experience and determine her future. And that for me, as, my, as a matter of faith, means that I don't impose those value systems on others, but more importantly, I protect her rights. I protect her humanity. Now, there is more to this politician than meets the eye. She happens to be a very good friend of this popular prosperity preacher, Creflo Dollar. The most aptly named prosperity preacher. Now, watch what happens here. I, I just want to say this because I want to see how it sounds. 
uh, Governor Stacey Abrams just walked in. And uh, so glad to see you again. So, yes, you already know. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, so you already know what to do, right? How many of you have already done it? big time make it happen do what you got to do and and we're honored to have you here with us this morning amen there she is being endorsed by one of the most popular prosperity preachers in America. Although she is a strong advocate of LGBT rights and the killing of the innocent in the womb, which by the way she calls reproductive right, liberty, and freedom. This is about a woman's right to experience and determine her future. More importantly, I protect her rights. I protect her humanity. If only she were a real Christian and knew what Jesus actually says about harming the little ones. There's a lot of things you can look at and say, ah, that's evil, I can see how you get there, or, you know, maybe not, or whatever. But the things that are happening with children, that yeah. is the one thing that, you know, Christ wasn't really a fire and brimstone kind of guy. But it went, when it came to harming his little ones... Better to have a millstone, millstone tied around your neck and be thrown into the deepest part of the sea. Right. So how is yeah. it so many people are just duped? Ungodly politicians, a holocaust of the unborn, and the advocacy for almost everything that is immoral and deviant. Self-congratulating pseudo-humanitarians advocate a deadly force of violence unleashed against infants that makes the Nazi holocaust look mild by comparison. This is a nation, this is a culture that has completely turned its back on God. And in return, as Women's Chapter 1 tells us, God gave them over. That is why we see all of this chaos happening in this country. And it doesn't seem like anyone in government either has or is willing to turn things around. And even if they were willing, I don't think it would be possible because this is the judgment of God on a nation, a culture, a society that has completely turned its back on God. So as Christians, as we live here, as we live in the West, as we see the moral decay of our culture and of our nation, what we must do is to press on with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our duty is to continue to proclaim that Jesus Christ is God, Jesus Christ is Lord, Jesus Christ is King, and He is coming back again to judge both the living and the dead. And the ultimate question will not be whether you are Republican or Democrat, it will be whether you know Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And this is my question for you today. Do you know Jesus Christ? I know some of you may consider yourself as a moral conservative or one who advocate for the protection of the unborn, but that does not suffice for you to stand blameless in front of a holy God. What you need is a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. What you need is to repent of your sin and to abandon the foolish pursuit of your heart and to trust in Jesus Christ and Him alone. It may be too late for this nation which is under the judgment of God, but it is not too late for you. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 15, Today if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. Today the Lord is calling you. Do you know Him? What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So to those who are 
working and straining and wrestling to earn the favor of God. Be still and know that he is God. Jesus says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. To those of you who think that you're so wise that you don't need God, repent. Acknowledge the folly of your dependence on human wisdom and flee to Christ. To all under the sound of my voice, Christ is our only hope. Be found in him and live. This is it for this video and let me know what you guys think in the comment section. If you like what you heard, please like, share and subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, I hope to see you in our next video with love in Christ. John Henry with the Gospel of Christ.